Comedy is bringing you the funny with open mics, showcases, and the infamous roast, roast battles. battles. Featuring some of the DMV's funniest comments, visit us on the web at .comedy.us. Meet the crew, check out showtimes and locations, or sign up for our open mics and competitions. But that's only if you're funny. .comedy, www.comedy.us. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. Here, as always, live in the basement in Beltsville with my boy, Joey. Yo, you really don't have to, like, give away my house position. And my boy, Jesse. We're definitely in the basement, guys. We popping in this basement. We're getting drink off. Only drunk. I heard all the words. drink off? We're getting drink off. We're getting drunk in this basement. Oh, wow. Yes, again, we are here one more time in the basement having a little laugh, having some fun, as always, here on www.comedy.us. Also on SoundCloud. Also soon to be on iTunes. Is that not correct, Joey? Uh, well, we need a new photo for that. Need a new photo? I can take a picture of me. We're, we're held up. We're held up by our picture. That's always it's, it's use the same picture we always use. So you have to have a, they do a dick measuring contest. Apple does. Uh, and you have to have a really big dick. At least eight inches. At least a thousand pixels larger than we have. <laughs> you know what would have been funny if you would have said at least three inches there. That would have been hilarious because <laughs> that would have indicated that he thought that that was like big. <laughs> That's not big in my world. That sure is Mexican. Anyway. Back to the dot comedy podcast. I don't think you've seen your penis. Are you sure? I've seen my penis. What was the last time? What was the last time? Like, you know what? I imagine, like, the bottom of your gut just having, like, this gray crust on it because it hasn't been removed in a long time. In about two seconds, I'm going to whip it out and slap <laughs> you right in your forehead with it. But then oh, we're going to do that in my house. We're going to do it dot comedy style. <laughs> but yeah, let's get back to this show, folks. We're also joined by a very, 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 very special guest. Hanging out with us today in the studio is the one and only Mr. B.J. Butler. Mr. Butler, say hello to the people. What's up, y'all? B.J.'s in the house, kicking it with these fools down here, and this is really a basement. It's not sexy <laughs> like Big Tigger's basement with all kinds of cool shit. Like, Mommy's upstairs. We are inst in the basement. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for telling everybody he lives in the basement of his mom's house. <laughs> yeah. This is all for entertainment, Th- folks. We already we went through this before. No, we're, really in, we're, no, we're really in the studio in downtown D.C. Yeah, yeah. We, we paid lots of money for this space, <laughs> but we, we don't want people coming in and barging down our door just to get a look at the dot comedy studios because guess what? We do a lot of private shit here yeah we do <laughs> that's why things are sticky <laughs> mr mr butler is a part of the dot comedy team he's uh, one yeah, of us drunk enough for he's this. one of our fun this fun equipment members. smells like bleach thank you i'm glad to be a part of the dot comedy family i feel welcomed and i'm glad to see that things in my world are really taking off i've made it to the basement <laughs> i can only go up from here right <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we're gonna have we're gonna have a little sit down time with Mr. BJ in just a little bit. We gotta talk but we gotta talk about what happened this week. This week. This week in dot comedy. This week. Wednesday Day, night Tuesday. Union Jacks. Just like every Wednesday. Union Jacks in Bethesda. Have some fun. Did we have some we fun? We had we had a crazy night on I Wednesday. couldn't I couldn't stay the whole night. Because, you know, DJ Marcus, he has to get to his Walmart job. You got to get back up to uh, Pennsylvania, to Walmart. So well, he, so I had to, had to leave a little early that night. So I heard the guest yeah. host was off the fucking hook. The guest, guest host, host was pretty badass. We had a tre- tremendous guest host. I didn't leave until after his first set. Because guess who that guest host was? It was Mr. B.J. Butler. Oh, shit, yo. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, BJ was filling in for Jesse, who was in Orlando. Yeah, not yeah, officially. I was filling in for him. He was standing right there <laughs> the whole time, right next to the stage. <laughs> Don't fuck up my show. He was quote unquote going to not necessarily. Be I, there. I didn't think I was going to be there on time, but I was glad I was. I was glad. <laughs> I thought I got fired. This motherfucker walked in. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> should I leave now? It's like you know, 
like your girlfriend's real boyfriend comes over and it's like, oh, when you decide. That you're decide yeah, exactly. This time I'm on the side. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna pretend we just friends. <laughs> do your hair while you look at us. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, come over here. Let me part your hair. Real quick. Uh, <laughs> Can I get you something too. to drink, man? Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, another funny Wednesday night here at Union Jacks. Always but, a blast. Jesse, did you do any stand up while you were in Orlando? Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't. It was mostly work. Damn it, Jesse! You're Actually, it was like ninety percent work. Spreading the gospel of dot comedy. You would have made world. a really shitty disciple. <laughs> if Joey was with, if Joey was Jesus, you'd be fired now. Like you went all the way to Florida and I tell anybody the worst about Jesus us. ever. No <laughs> nah, but I performed. I performed in Orlando and Winter Park. Other times I've gone there for work. Just this time, I couldn't do it. Just do it every you day. Just didn't have the time to do it, yeah. or you just didn't feel like. I had my day job. Comedy? My day job was taking up my time, so I couldn't. I didn't I really have a real time. comic. He's got a day job. Everybody's supposed to be broke and homeless and without jobs. Well, we had everybody except DJ Marcus and BJ. <laughs> to the I was down in Disneyland though. I was in a resort, so like I couldn't like really like leave. Aren't you the same dude that once uh, went through was it Wheat in Maryland and did random comedy in a laundromat to a bunch of Mexicans that couldn't speak English and you couldn't that tell a joke and gross fucking <laughs> in Disney World? You couldn't find people to laugh. In, in Disney, Disney World? World? Really? Wow. You didn't want to spread the word. You wanted, you wanted to stay in your hotel room? Tisk, tisk, I had tisk. to do a lot of work. I had to do real work. So I had to pay the bills real quick. Okay. Basically, this is like, you know, when Jay-Z went out of town so he can, like, go ahead and, like, make his money so he can start his rap career. Like, I, I had to move out of town real quick. I had to, like, pay the bills, and now I'm back and doing comedy. Jay-Z went out of town to sell crack. I don't think you went to Florida to sell crack. But that's, that's he, he could have he is Mexican. This is true. It's possible. I'm not Mexican, by the way. This is it's actually a relief. That's this, the wrong state. It's just it's just it's just he's racist, is what it is. This week it's actually so much more energetic because I have another uh <laughs> <laughs> wait, there's it's a, like there's it's a, like we passed the racism baton. There's I'm a holding the there's stick a black anymore. male go a black male in studio with me. I'm not surrounded by a bunch of white guys. It's all it's amazing. Yeah, nipples are damn near hard. I don't you know how to deal with it. Oh. Hey, shut up! So into black eyes is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> his nipples got harder. You should have seen the way he like clenched his chest and poked his lips out. Fuck you! <laughs> I almost imagined the dick in his mouth like it was crazy. <laughs> and that would have been Stefan Walker's. Uh, Not that there's anything wrong with it. Oh. Been on Wednesday. He's Yoshi Yui destroyed it this week. Oh yeah, yeah. I would hope so. He brought ninety five thousand people. Everybody. Well, he had actually it was an interesting audience because it was it was part Yoshi's crew. It was like my dad and aunt, and then it was the rest of uh, uh, some guy named Pete was having a going away party in the pool. Oh, that dude! Pete was fucking amazing. Oh Pete my god! Was he put a chair on his chin and said, "Watch me!" He was like, <laughs> that's going crazy. That's white privilege. That, is white <laughs> privilege. that was that was the ultimate white privilege. I asked, I asked for one glass. The motherfuckers would not give it to me. They gave exactly. him eight glasses. He didn't even like ask to be on the show. The manager asked if he could for him. Like, <laughs> that's white privilege. That's I'm just gonna privilege. get drunk now. I get on stage. Yeah. If I get drunk, I get but, incarcerated. But to his, his credit, he was entertaining. He entertained the people. He entertained he, the he masses. He scared the shit out of me because I thought he was going to drop glasses. I wanted him to drop every last one of those glasses. I didn't because then we lose our audience because they'd all be covered in glass. <laughs> would have been one hell of a laughter, though. Oh, yeah. It would have been funny, but we would have been, been sued. Still wouldn't have been as funny as Stefan Walker's follow-up trick <sighs> with that balloon. Watching him suck a six-foot dick was intriguing. <laughs> oh, my God. God, and that was the, if he was a little cuter, <laughs> <laughs> just a little, just a little, just a tad cuter. Six foot dick, wow, wow, yeah, he uh, he took that whole and, thing, and there was a balloon animal at the end of the day. I don't know where that little puppy came from. <laughs> he made a puppy because yeah, he did. A, all I know is it went in one end and came out the other. He See? he made. I'm not sure. He, like, is that a joke at that point? Because at first he's like, oh, I made, I learned to make balloon animals the old fashioned way, and then he swallowed. A, <laughs> Yo, he uh, swallowed a long black balloons. right down his throat. He yo, like Stephon, yo, when you listen to this podcast, you need to start giving seminars because there's a lot of dudes that want to enroll their chicks into your class. I need, like I need Andy my Dick baby in old mama school. to do it. Um, 
Oh, <laughs> goodness. <laughs> but, 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 like, the, then he disappeared for a little while, and then the next thing I know, this little puppy balloon animal pops up on one I of the tables. It. I had you it. Had he it. handed it to me. It, you know, it came <laughs> out of his ass at some point. Right? <laughs> I don't know why he would touch it. I would never have touched it. He would have handed it to me. I would have thrown it back at him. <laughs> Get the shitty balloon away from me. That means you touched it. Like if you threw it back. Shut that means the you fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate when, I hate when Mexicans We've got Jesse me. for the details. He's, just, well, he's, he, you know, he's the fact it, checker The mother tonight. might reject it. So. Oh my God. You guys are stupid. What the fuck are we talking about. We're not talking about anything. It's not even fun. on the list. It's not. A, it's, of course, not on the list. We don't go off the list. The first segment is what about list. What, we don't do that. This D-O-T-C-O-M-E-D-Y, my friend. Dot comedy. We talking about dot comedy. But folks, we're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna we're gonna pay some bills. We're gonna come back as soon as I can find something suitable to play because I'm looking through everything and I cannot find anything. Here it is. There we go. Dot comedy podcast. We'll be back. In a minute. Make fiending for Earl over them toilets. If I run out of liquor in your city, yo, where to sew at? One bottle, two bottles. I'm a soldier, never sober. Cup running over. Oh, man. And welcome back to the Dot Comedy Podcast. Hi, guys. Banging in the stall. Banging in the stall. We haven't made that one yet. can't stop me banging in the stall. Oh, man. That's just that that doesn't even sound authentic. I love, I love this. You song. sound like a white guy doing what you were doing. I, Swimming I, pool. I usually get more enthusiastic. That wasn't the beat I usually go for with that. No, you, 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 we made up a beat. We were gonna, we were gonna produce that song, but it uh, banging on a stall, banging, banging in, the stall. in the stall, a good old stall bang. Because we at you, club Friday. Oh yeah, we were uh, sitting at Friday. Oh, I thought that was like a gay hookup thing. Like <laughs> that's not, that's what you do. <laughs> like, what is it? Tap? You and your grinder dates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you sure we're not talking about your grinder dates, Joseph? Well, all right, I think all right. He's all got right. his membership to Nambla. Is we're what going, that is. We're going. We're going Whoa. way, way, way <laughs> off topic. We're going to get into some fun stuff. We're going to talk to Mr. BJ. Yo. Mr. BJ. Yo. Of course that's on your mind. Every we time. mentioned We mentioned Grinder. BJ goes Yo. immediately in Marcus's head. Goes <laughs> <laughs> in that mouth. We're going to talk to Mr. BJ about, about Mr. BJ's comedy Yo. career. How long have you been doing comedy, Mr. BJ? Dude, I've been on again and off again with comedy since 2009, if you can believe it. 2009? Six fucking years. Wow. And here again, I have made it to the, the basement. basement. That's started from the bottom, now you're <laughs> yeah, I must the have, bottom. I started from the foundation, and <laughs> <laughs> now I'm barely above the carpet. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, what? so where'd you get your start at? Where'd you, where'd you start doing comedy at? Man, I'll tell you, I mean, it's, it's I'm not going to make it a long story. My very first like open mic class, I, I went and show, saw a show in Laurel when that old comedy club used to be open. I took class back in like 06 with, um, what's his name? Um, the Fat Doctor. But I didn't do anything with it because I was a pussy. Uh, 09, 08 actually, I met Stacy Carver. If you guys ever heard of Stacy oh, Carver, yeah, you got to know Stacy Carver. You know, yeah. that's that's my man, 50 Grand right there. Met him doing, a, he was doing a room in uh, Bennigan's. And I went to the shows on Wednesdays, you know, just to hang out, check it out. And I was like, wait, I want to do comedy. He was like, let me know. So flipped to the new year, 2009. I called him up. I was like, yo, I'm ready. I want to do it. And he was like, all right, cool. So he set me up. It was March of 2009, and I did Magoobies. was my first joint. Where Magoobies where Sully's is wow. now. Okay. And it was a Sunday, and I did five minutes. And it did all right, went all right. And from then on, but then, you know, you get chicks pregnant and whatnot. And that, then you start having life. Yeah, you start having babies and whatnot. You can't do shit. Then you change jobs, and I was off again. Then I got back on again. Then I got the chick pregnant. This chick is my wife, by the way. So in case <laughs> she, she ever listens. listens to this shit. You know, I was like, I just Cheating on boat. comedy with your wife. It's just unacceptable. Yeah, but I went back and forth, you know. But I always wanted to stay in it. You know what I'm saying? I always wanted to stay in it. So after the last baby, I said, fuck this shit. I got clipped so we don't make this same mistake again. <laughs> It'll keep this cycle going. So now I'm in it to win it. See how That's far That's ham. Go. You you got clipped. I got clipped. You got damn right. That's I dope. don't trust nobody else's shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh huh. I took my pills away. Fuck that. I don't trust your doctors and the shit you do. I'm in charge. That's right. Take your balls away. Don't let no one. Right. I'm shooting blanks, man. I'm like blanks. Oprah would say that's empowerment. Yes, (laughs) I'm in charge. I'm done. Plus, I know people who were born 
with two women who had their tubes tied. So that's just not 100% guaranteed. Yeah, I don't, tr- I don't trust you. Uh-uh. I don't know you like that. I know you're my wife. They got some Navy SEAL sperm still running yeah. out there. Yeah, running black ops. Building Je- bridges from fallopian tubes. Nah. That's how Jesse's first kids got here. But so, we're gonna, I have no kids. I'm like some stereotypes. <laughs> you got six of them. You don't have one kid. You have six. And they all sit in the back of your... Uh, Honda Honda Civic. I have no kids. Hey, uh, Marcus looks like he's holding triplets right now. Who would you say your you know comedic inspirations? Wow, comedic inspiration. Like top five. Top oh top five. I'm just gonna name the top most famous black comedians that we know. <laughs> now actually, racist, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you one of my favorites, of course, is Chris Rock because I, I yeah. identify with him. You know, he's from around from around the way, Definitely. and you know, he's just boom. This is in no particular order because no one's ever asked me this question, you know. But I like Chris Rock. Somebody else said I, I like is Dimitri Martin. Okay. This dude is fucking hilarious. He comes out of left field and I want to learn how to, th- I look at him and I see that he thinks differently. It's like he's got on shades that are like funhouse shades and he yeah. just sees the world differently and I'm like, I want to try to look at life and be able to pick the shit out that he does, which is also why I like Seinfeld. That dude, I'm a very animated individual. You know, Seinfeld could do his comedy at like a funeral, but and you wouldn't even know it because he'd just be standing there talking yeah. and just like I don't know. And he does like little shit with his finger, and yeah. it's funny. You know, um, and go same thing. Uh, Mitch Het, I can never get, get Hedberg. His, yes, that dude. Again, this dude looks at the world like it's like he walks upside down and just sees things and says shit. And I'm like, how do you, I want to learn how to twist my mind like that? Um, that scene in the Matrix with the spoon where the boy was spinning spinning the spoon it's like I don't want to just tell stupid jokes like I want to make people you know see I want to look at something from my perspective and my perspective be very different from everyone else's and then bring the funny to it and then share it with you Okay, you know so that's you know that that's the kind of things that have inspired me and I know other than the fact that I don't uh, 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 you know like to uh, drug women and take advantage of them Bill Cosby <laughs> because, well, because yeah I know what you mean I, when I was a kid I used to I don't know why I felt like I was sneaking but I actually listened to his records like I have yeah, the records at home his, and put them on a player and he his G rated records yeah and, and I started I started out as a as a child was one of his and Bill Cosby himself those are two ones that I remember he would tell he was a storyteller mm-hmm. yeah I love the storytelling it was like he would just suck you in he did this one called uh, Oops <laughs> yeah. about being on a, a operating table and then it was one he made an entire bit about wearing corduroys when he was a kid yeah you know yeah. and I was I, just I like heard, I remember hearing that he told the stories and I just I remember it was almost like you know like a book on tape kind of vibe you're just sitting there and it wasn't that it was a punchline it was just a funny ass story yeah Yeah. you know and that's what I that's what I I was able to do that growing up like I was always the one you know you come to the party it's like oh tell that story tell that story you tell it so good you tell it so good and it was because I was listening to those things you know so those are the people that I've kind of meshed together that you know, are, I'm yeah. trying to kind of be that version of me and that them and me, no homo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I can I can definitely see that because I mean I've I've seen a lot of your comedy, especially when you were with us over at Sonoma's yes, on Monday Sonoma. nights uh, before that was no longer. Yeah. And then uh, th- this week, especially at Union Jacks, I I enjoyed your set at Union Jacks. I know the crowd the crowd was really feeling it. Thank you, thank you and, very uh, much. Yeah, but um. What are the things you do? Because uh, as you all may have heard at the beginning of the Die Comedy Podcast this week, we had a nice little promo that we are we are so proud of, that we are happy to have. And it was voiced by a voice that you can very familiar to me at this moment because I can hear it. If you, if you, if you listen very closely, you can hear it. Yeah, that's me. That's you. Yeah, I um aside, I mean my my love has always been acting. I started acting when I was a kid, like back in I just went after school specials and a couple of movies and uh, commercials and stuff. Going all the way back to middle school, oh, uh, that's 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 my number one love. I was always in, you know, I'm not. I was in plays in school and all that shit. Like you give me a stage, a microphone, or a camera to get in front of, fuck, I go I go bananas. Yeah. Uh, but then I made a life decision to go away to college, and then it's like you know it's like a choose your own adventure book. Mm-hmm. You know, you I turn to that page, and then it was like I turned to another page. Then years later, I'm like fucking married with kids and in the middle of a career. Um, but I've done some acting through the years. Uh, a lot of people have seen, uh, rec- not, some people actually recognize me from being, having been in The Wire. 
Uh, I did. I actually had a, a principal role, speaking role. I got shot in the head, season four, episode eight, the Corner Boys. Uh, <laughs> when, uh, okay. Yeah, where um, Snoop and Chris uh, came up and shot me in the head after. That was you. Yeah, that was me. For real. For real. I did not, I, honestly, I did not. Nope, yeah. I did not uh, play it back in my head. I do remember that scene. Yeah, that was HBO me. HBO go up right now. Yeah. Find that scene. <laughs> I got, I got, um, I got my credits for it and everything. So and I, every once in a while, I get a residual check for like six cents. So I, I shit you not, I Instagrammed one. It was point oh two. I got a check for two cent residual. You know, but it is what it is. And then I got into this voiceover thing. You know, and I do a lot. Like I wrote that whole promo myself and produced it all. That's kind of a hobby. I like creating stuff. Uh, so I wrote that, produced that, and I've done a couple of those things for different people but it's all it's all for me to get into show business some way somehow okay. if I'm in front of the mic you know in a studio being the voice of a character in a movie great you know I'm gonna meet the the, the producers and directors and say hey put me in front of the camera too you yeah. know if I'm on stage doing comedy somewhere and you know I, I make some right connections as I you know go up from the basement <laughs> you know then I'm hoping that someone will be like hey I mean a lot of the com- comedians out there you know go go into acting yeah. yeah. so I mean I'm an all around entertainer honestly and that's just I, I think God put that in me as a gift and it's just like you get an opportunity to perform I've done poetry I've done rap like I I, it, I, I say give me a mic a stage anybody listen. I've actually performed in a, at a pulpit and it's one if anybody who knows me knows I should not be at the front of a church uh-huh. but I actually did a show at a church they hired me to host an event that they were doing okay. and it's, I even look at preachers like that ain't nothing but a 45 minute set when they up there you oh, know what I'm saying they most definitely get yeah. a cue from the Bible and Chris like, Rock said Chris Rock said sure. we have to put with part of being a stand-up comedian is being a preacher yeah and yeah. it's like that yeah. shit turns me on you know so that, that that's just any and every way I can that's pretty much what I'm after alright hey man I, and and again I'm, I'm down for the cause cause I, I, I love you I love thank you. you I love you I love your style you, you, you seem like that uncle that come into the party and try to touch my wife <laughs> drunk uncle that I'll touch your wife you I'll fuck with your wife hey, 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 hey. your ass yeah, you, you ain't, ass from, you ain't no real cousin <laughs> we ain't related mother. is we I know your mother yeah see look if you look at the faces of the rest of the members of that comedy <laughs> they don't they have a clue they don't have people shit it's yeah. a, it's hashtag BPS all yes, right okay. that's black people shit that's regular shit I'm like you hashtag uncle, white people you, shit that they I'm sure Jesse do. has an uncle named Hector who comes to the party when he's out when he gets out when he gets when he finally gets out <laughs> of uh, out of Sing Sing he comes down with his corona in his hand and a six pack, and he goes, "Hey, oh, I don't, I don't speak Spanish, so I can't tell you what he says." Hola, mi familia, cómo estás? Estoy aquí. No, it's actually uh, estás hola aquí. <laughs> That's an inside thing that we do. Uh, blue or intern for the program. We have alter ego for him named Azul. <laughs> For all the misogynist stuff that he says, it'd be hilarious in a Spanish accent. So yes. that's where Joey does the yeah. Azul Esta aquí. Yeah. Uh, that's more, yeah. All uh, right, but I've yeah. made numerous memes. Or one day make it on one, one day, make, one day make it out to the world. One day we'll uh, we'll upload that onto the dot comedy site. <laughs> Share it with the universe. Uh, oh man! man. But, but so, so where can we find you at, BJ? Where, you you doing any shows regularly, or you just just coming uh, out of camp? Nah, I, I try to do my next the next one that I have on the books that I'm really looking forward to I'm hosting at the Broadway Comedy Club in New York uh, the weekend of October I think it's 11-12 okay. doing that with Al- uh, for Alex Stars you mean the 17th 17th yes that's when I'll be there I'll yes. be there for that October right. 17th New York uh, Broadway Comedy Club that's Alex Stars uh, birthday weekend it is his birthday yeah, weekend yeah so oh, what shit, get yeah. in. I got, I've, I've been you know tapped to host which I'm honored you know what I'm saying and being a native of New York I've used to walk the streets of the village and see all the little comedy clubs and sneaking in just watch them and always said I wanted to you know be there and to not only have performed in New York now which was on my Steve Harvey 300 list you know <laughs> now I will have done it what will be the third time and I've actually gotten an opportunity to host um, outside of that I got my Facebook page set up as uh, you know facebook.com slash BJ got jokes I'm trying to hit 300 likes by the end of the year it seems like a short goal you oh, yeah. know and Definitely I'm on easy. I'm on uh, 
Twitter. I don't tweet a lot. I need to work on that too. And if y'all y'all need to, if y'all not on Periscope, get on Periscope. But it's all through the same Twitter handle, which is B dot J. That's B E E D O T J A Y. I appreciate some new fans, followers, and friends. You know, Alex loves it when you roast him. So make sure that you load up on Alex Star jokes. All right, I can oh, do that for that weekend. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm do them right for his birthday. I'm gonna do them right for his birthday. Okay. All right. Well, hell, well, hell, folks. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, He's hell, never folks. gonna host another show again. We are gonna <laughs> just set BJ up. <laughs> don't trust Italians. Uh, I don't. We're gonna take a, we're gonna take a quick break, folks. We're gonna come back with some more fun and more thrills right here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Thanks for having me. Pushing it south, if he pushing a lie, he pushing for hours. I waited and waited, I done ran out of patience. They hated and hated, left him slow dancing and sitting fresh. Oh my, oh my, oh my, we are back here at the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. We are here, yes, we are definitely pushing it to the limit. I'm here with Joey and Jesse, as well as BJ. BJ's gonna join us the rest of the show. I know he said goodbye last segment, but he is, he, yeah, he I'm is. still here. Hello? Yeah? I'm here. I didn't he cut his mic off. taped to the chair. We, we ain't gonna let him go. Yeah, he, I'm not going anywhere. Because he started from the bottom, now he's here. <laughs> he stayed overnight. Wait, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> no I, I, I'll, I'll do my walk of shame if I got to. I'm getting the fuck up out of here. <laughs> oh, man. A lot of things going on in the world. It's kind of, uh, kind of crazy, Joey. Joey, um, James Harrison. Mr. James Harrison. James Harrison has done what I have been proposing that parents do for the last ten years of my life. You don't think he's like uh, he's like telling them about Santa Claus here? No, no. You know what? Fuck that. Here's how. Here's how I truly feel about this whole thing. So what James Harrison did? He took his kids' participation trophies. Which a participation trophy is just that a trophy saying that you happen to be there when a game was going on <laughs> and you were on a team that may not have played in that game, but you well, were in the league and you got a trophy. He took those trophies and he put them in a box. Those are Jesus Christ. Those are those are awesome. No, those are trophies. Tro- those are really Jesus nice trophies. It was, was a black man. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Thought we got sidetracked. Okay. Those are, those are great trophies. Those are very pretty <clears throat> trophies. But the fact remains, read read what the, read what the trophies are for. 2015 best of the batch next level what the fuck does that mean best of the batch that means you are just like everyone fucking else <laughs> what does that mean next you are level not th- athletic student athlete award yes that is do you know what that means that means you did nothing special you know what a trophy means to me that means you are a champion that means you won that means you beat all others and you are that damn good not, not every kid is going to be the winner I learned that at age, I don't know, 10. I don't know. So you've been See, a loser I, for the I, past 20 years? When, I have, when I have a child. <laughs> See, I remember like when we used to play sports or do anything as a kid, my mom would say, you don't win second place. You, no, lost, you lost to get second place. Yeah. So get that crappy ass second place out of here. First place gets recognition. Second place no is like. No disrespect for all the silver medal Olympians out, out there. Who <laughs> won know? the silver medal last year? Who won the silver medal was proud of that shit? <laughs> Whoever won it is happy, but the fact remains. No, I bet you them? they're not happy. Hey, it can go on eBay for a oh, couple gonna, of tens they, of they dollars. Get, they can get money off of it, but the fact remains, I mean, it's still a silver medal trophy. You are medal. the second. You are the second to win, not the first. You hey, are not the winner. But see, there's a big difference between like the Olympics. We usually it's like second out of a hundred. Well, here you want to be the best, right? You want to be the best, of course. But, but you want to be. If you're top, happy you know, with a silver, you deserve the silver. I am not. I will, Glad you're not I will my not. dad. <laughs> He's all Joe Jackson over there. Fuck I, that. We, we're leaving. I, but dad, it's a TV. Fuck the TV. <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't consider the Olympic sports anyway. Half of it's it's all it's all measurements. It's all dick measuring contest. That's all it is. Joe, you that's like you, every that's sport the Black Olympics. Olympics. You've been speaking about dick measuring all night. I don't know. <laughs> when you want to talk about your shortcomings? Time. Is that what it is? No. <laughs> No, because you look at it, and, and nine times out of ten, it, there's no offense and defense, and most of the things they do in these events. Gymnastics, all, there's no defense? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gravity doesn't count. I mean between the actual competitors. Like there's the not, boxing. Like, 
that's the like the one example. And hockey. You, and wrestling. And basketball. Wrestling. Okay, basketball. any of the team sports, but there's not that many. Relative to all the Soccer. track and field, jumping, sprinting, all these hundred meters, swimming, uh, they're they're all in their own lane. They could do that. You could do that in the Olympics or anywhere else on the planet. That time is still that time. So what is the point of having someone in a pool next to you? It makes no difference. Okay, at I, all. that's so we don't have to watch individual swims. <laughs> that's a lot of channels on Xfinity you got to pay for. <laughs> you know how boring it'd be to watch one anyway? motherfucker go and time and then the next motherfucker go and then time them. Okay, so I mean, he, I mean here's, here's that's my point though is like it's it's that's all to me that's all it's like it's like the NFL combine it's the same thing. Oh God, okay. I wouldn't expound on that. Though, I actually Joey, because really enjoy watching in a hole. I hate watching combine. I think the combine is badass. I like I hate watching useless people do useless things, but, but that's just my personal opinion. But the fact remains: here's where we are with this whole thing: participation. Why should I? If I if I participate, if my uh, uh, you know what I'm not I'm gonna take myself out of the equation. If my daughter comes to me and says, "Dad, I'm gonna join the basketball team," like, okay, da- okay, baby, that's cool. What how, she's she's about four now. She'll be five next year. She's gonna be say, "Dad, I want to play basketball." All right, good. If she comes home at the end of the season, which I've been to every game, I watched her win, lose, draw, and she comes home and she is the last place team. In the entire league, and she comes home with a trophy. I'm gonna ask questions about that damn league, because I seriously believe that that child should not be given this false sense of hope, because that's that's what's that's what's making them shoot schools up. This is making because everyone can't be a winner. There has uh-huh. to be losers. Now there let me ask you. You know what? You know what though? I th- I, I I agree with your point. But I don't think it makes them shoes up schools. I think I think what it's it, it messes yeah, up the whole the environment. Can't play sports. Because for example, if you suck at sports, then you realize you're good at math. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. when you, we get the nerves. We get the people who met the iPhone. You gotta, you know, get, you gotta show us sports. There's so. a lot of other things that they could do. <laughs> I don't think a lot of failed suck athletes at sports. Go create an iPhone. Okay. Yeah. you gotta be a nerd smart. if you suck at sports. <laughs> yeah, because you, you you must be smart if you're not. There's always porn. I, <laughs> I bet you. I bet you. Steve Jobs wasn't picked first in basketball. I bet you he didn't try out. Is my point. <laughs> I bet you Steve really Jobs. But now, tried my, my question is this: Are these? This, they're not the same trophies, right? Because kids also. Now, I'm not necessarily advocating for that everybody gets a trophy, you know. But you know, whether it be a trophy or a certificate of participation or something like that. But it's like the winners get the big ones. So yeah, you look right. at yours and be like, all right, we got. I got this little piece of shit. You know, for me to say that I was here, but you know, Joey got the tall one. It's about as, as tall. I want that one. You know, yeah. he's the one. They still know that they're, you know, that they lost, but it was just like, hey. You, you know what? Know. I think they should make loser trophies. I don't know. They should that's, make that's trophies. That's what those that are. Is. They that's should make trophies that, that legitimately say you suck. Try another sport. No, that that'd be fucked up. No, I, mean, Kids, I don't. You know what? That you know either. what? You know what? Joey will be coming out with a parenting book starting in 2016. <laughs> you know what? what? People, you know, I said Joey Jesse. Kids Jesse. need to know that they I suck. Didn't say anything. Kids need to know that they suck. Like I think you're doing your kid a horrible disservice if you don't let them know they got to try harder because they suck at something. Like I'm tired of people always being like, oh, you know, it's the effort that counts. No, it's black and white. Either, but you're talking. About negative reinforcement versus no negative and positive you gotta do you gotta do both you gotta do both I don't think you have I don't, the kid needs no, a little bit of reality no, 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 sometimes no, 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 you no. can play pretend you don't sometimes have to, you gotta be real you don't have to demoralize a child Jesse, have to you make been to football practice yeah, yeah the <laughs> best ones the best ones get chewed up the they're best ones are the ones that get chewed up they're demoralized no. <laughs> they by their coach than, uh, <laughs> the players that get beat on and yelled at and screamed at until they puke and cry and go home those <laughs> kids do not need a trophy to remind them that they suck beyond what the coach already so, did to them wh- I've seen it when I go into my <laughs> box that I have in my basement of old mementos through the years I have a bronze medal from the Summer Olympics in Brooklyn where I came in third place in the broad jump and I was I was mad that I, I remember knowing that I lost. Like I didn't come in first place, but I came in third place, and the, I got a I got the, a bronze medal. The and I Brooklyn got, Summer Olympics. Yeah, is that a hood that yeah, man. <laughs> they got to keep the kids in the hood occupied. We had P, uh, PAL, it's the Police Athletic League. Okay. We had our own like Olympics. It was like if we do this, then maybe they'll grow up and go to college or something. Otherwise, and they got you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I'm a product of that you know inner city shit. You yeah. know, until my yeah. mom was able to start sending me off to camp. 
but I, I look at it. I look at it very simply, folks. I'm not. I'm not advocating demoralizing children. I'm not advocating. Jesse. I'm not advocating uh, making children feel worse about themselves. But I'm looking at it simply as stop giving everybody trophies. I agree with that. But the one thing I want to note. We don't. Do we really? Are we sure that this is a participation trophy? Yes. Because well, I'm not sure about that. Because the way it's written, this sounds like a student athlete award. So this could be more of an read, academic read, trophy. Read what he said at the bottom. Uh, he just says home. that he came home and they had trophies. I came home to find out my boys received two trophies for nothing. Participation trophies. That's what he says, but we don't know that he understands what they're for. They look no, like no. Uh, Dwayne first it or says, last. It says it says 2015 best of the batch next level ath- athletic student athlete award. Could it be that they decided that the best student, ath- student nah, athlete? Nah, I think they just wrote some shit so it sounded good. It that sounds that good. was because that's not even like a real fucking. Sit- Who talks like that? Like that's not <laughs> even. There's like all right, we can't just say we don't call want to call it our participation. We want to throw words in it that, that encourage them like best, next level. You know, you're an athletic. This is an award. Those things make you feel good when you didn't do anything. Well, I I get I I I'm, I'm not saying that it isn't, but I think it's it's fair. We shouldn't be outright saying, uh, assuming that they aren't for academics. Well, this is this could be a trophy for academics. This is social media discussion with people that aren't fully educated on this. We take blurbs from the news and blow it out of proportion and fill it <laughs> gaps with our own opinion, and that's what this is all about. This entertainment, is a, baby. This, this is an important thing, though. If if they were for academics, I don't think he should be taking them away. Because that's, that's I believe still I don't something. believe here's the thing I don't believe children should receive awards for academics. You know what a, an award for academic is? A job, an a. A. <laughs> an exactly, a. and a, and a job. Yeah, they. they. <laughs> I don't know. I think we I, just high five the case. I think it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty that, yeah. hard. It's pretty hard to maintain a you know honor roll three point five four point and play sports. It's not that hard. I did it. DJ Marcus did it. Oh. DJ Marcus did it to the to the end. You played the discus, right? I didn't play the di- <laughs> fuck you. I didn't play the discus. He sucked the discus. DJ Marcus was a student athlete. He was on the track team, the debate team, the wrestling team, the football team. He was on tr- he was on track. He was in the uh, what was that what was that show choir? He was in the TV production. You were on class. Glee. I was on Glee. I was the I was the jock in Glee. So this is that, that's how my life was. You want you want to roll with me, Jesse? Marcus I, was the I, Canadian I've kid seen, that bought it from Glee. I've seen, I've <laughs> and seen then he met Bacon. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then Bacon took off. Oh jeez. Fuck you both. <laughs> no good, I used to run track, and then I met my first hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> and I got hamburger. I got a hold of a hamburger. You caused a lot of questions by saying you ran track. <laughs> I didn't run track, bitches. I was on the track team. <laughs> discus. Play, my javelin. Playing play shot put. is part of the, uh, my, part of the my track actual, team. What was your event? What my was your... event was the discus and shot put. Uh, I was a thrower. It said it on my jacket underneath the track and field symbol. It said thrower. Thrower. Because I made sure that everyone didn't say, Marcus, you run track? <laughs> Fuck you. I don't run. I ain't anywhere. running shit. I don't run from anybody because they shooting niggas in the back. <laughs> I ain't running from nowhere. But, <sighs> again, don't give your kids participation trophies. I agree. with it not participation. I think, yeah. I think it's okay to give them. I, I think it's okay to give them, you know, student athletes who are doing doing both things well. That that should earn some type of merit. maybe it should be in a paper form to get a certificate of recognition. You yeah. know, yeah. that paper. happens in the real world. I'm still de- I'm still cool with first, second, and third place. It's very commonplace in, in in our world. You know, say all right, first, second, and third place. But that whole that just did the general concept of everybody gets a trophy. Right? Like no. nah, fuck no. that. Because uh-uh. uh-uh. everybody doesn't get a job. Everybody doesn't get a diploma. <laughs> exactly. You know. I'm saying Thank at some you. point you're gonna have to learn what failure is in Get life. Right. I want you to start doing that early. You know what? I, I, can I share a story real quick? Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. So I've got I've got my, my oldest daughter. She's five, right? And you know she's learning. I, I'm trying. You, you got to start teaching them these kind of things. So simple concept: Candyland, right? Daddy, I want to play Candyland. All right, cool. And the whole concept of I think that when you spin the little thing and it lands on the colors and you go was shoots and ladders. What those fuck? You know those little yeah, games. Yeah. And I'm trying to teach her how to play, and she's getting it or whatever. But, you know, 
I'll spin and I get, you know, obviously I understand it, but it's like I had to let her win, you know, the first few times that, you know, to build her up, you know, when she's, you know, three years old, four years old, whatever. Yeah. I got to the point where I was like, I got to beat her. Like, I, I went, went, I'm not going to do it on purpose. I'm not going to yeah. cheat. But eventually daddy's going to, you know, make it to Candy Kingdom. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was like, when I, when I realized I rolled the die or spin the wheel and I'm going to get to the Candy Kingdom, you know, do I pretend like I did something wrong? And I was like, no, fuck it. I'm, I'm a beater. And the first time I beat her, she looked at me like like her world fell apart. Yeah, you know. But she still loves me. But now she knows what it feels like to lose. Yep. You know. Well, see that the difference between that story and the and, and the story here is the fact that you're the coach. That's practice. You do a lot of stuff in practice that you wouldn't do in the real game. So, for example. In the real game is when she's in school playing and she's actually using the techniques that you taught her because now she knows how to lose. So she knows now that she can't just play any move and she's that's, gonna that's win. That's how you that's how you create gracious losers. Yeah. That's no, how you create sports. No, it's that's that's how you create strategy because now she you she'll build try confidence. harder. Exactly. Yeah, she'll try exactly. she'll try a little more. She came home from summer camp and was like, I didn't make student of the day or something like you know, camper of the day or whatever. And I was like, All right, well, try again tomorrow, you know? Yeah. And yeah. she was a little sad, but she I don't, you know, I don't think she made it at all this summer, but there's always next summer. We just changed camps. Does, does anybody here have, have boys? Does anybody have like sons? No. No, I got no. two girls. Because like, I, I like, I've, I've, kind of noticed the fact that like men and women just emotionally takes things different. Like, well, I mean, that's kind of goes without saying. Mm -hmm. But I actually kind of think that like when you're raising a boy, though, you need to make him go through difficult shit. Like he needs to have a sense of failure and a sense of success. Very I clearly don't think defined. That's more so than girls, I think they need the same thing. They may not get it as often. Well, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've, I don't raise dog. I don't have kids like I said before. But right. like you know, I used to coach kids for a while. And I noticed that with the boys that I used to train, you had to make them do more difficult stuff because there's a certain level of energy that a boy has where you you you, you can't let him get cocky. You have to like, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I think just generally as society, the way we're socialized, it's in our nature as humans to want to want to take care of a female. You know, I see my daughters or any girls like you want to, you know hold them not, not any little girl just you know just disclaimer out there uh, but you know you want to be you want to protect them versus the men you want to make them rough and tough and hard so that they can protect but from a child raising perspective like other than having you know misogynistic ways of, of, of raising them it's like no you you all have to learn both boy or girl have to learn how to fail you're gonna lose at at, at, at shooting ladders you're going to not be camper of the day you're you're, you're going to you're not, not get, get the, the you're not gonna get yeah, the first job you're not gonna get the partner to play you want you're not gonna get the boyfriend or the girlfriend that you've been after you're not gonna get that job yeah. it's failure is going to happen like, at the end of the day but see failure is inspiration like yeah. that's supposed to make you work harder think of different ways to be able to get the goals that you want it, it's I mean the thing is but if you're if you're only doing that for one gender and not the other you're you basically are not setting up your daughters for success no what I'm saying is I like basically like I said I don't have any kids but this is just based on when I used to coach kids yeah. you have to have a more defined line for a boy because it's it, it's more for a woman gets the point quicker like a little girl gets the point quicker than a boy you really have to define that line for a boy more than you would for a girl mm. you don't oh. think so oh, that's nah. true. I can I can understand that I mean you women aren't women aren't as competitive as we are so they have they don't have the uh, I'm, again I'm speaking as a man I've never been a woman I've never I can't speak 100% for women but my dealings with women they both of them all <laughs> all two of them all two of them that, that, that I've dealt with in my life they have they don't have the competitive drive that men do regularly there's some exceptions to the rule. Your, your, the Williams sisters. Your Serena oh, Williamses, your, your Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah, those two, two ladies just passed through Ranger training. Yeah. The first and, uh, two ever. And, uh, and, uh, and Navy, is it? Uh, Army Rangers. Army Ranger training. Yeah. Army Rangers. So and there are certain ones, but again, those are the exceptions to the rule. Uh, yeah. Because at the end of the day, most women don't. Think about women's sports compared to men's sports. Most women's sports aren't as competitive. They aren't as rough and tumble. They aren't. But how much of that is is just it. 
trained behavior from years of assuming. I think, that. yeah, I think yeah, that's, that's true. That's very that's true. The, I think I think it's more along the lines of what Joe said. Because I was just having this conversation with my wife. It's like you know, like the there's the NBA and there's the WNBA. Basketball is basketball. You know, we, we're so we'd much rather watch men play basketball than women. And I don't think it's because they lack. They, I don't think it's because they lack. Uh, a competitive edge is just that they phys- the physicality of the game isn't as robust as it is for the men they're not running as fast and crashing and as hard into each other and jumping as high dunks. and, and yeah. dunks and all that. you know it's like that excitement it's not because they're not trying they're not great athletes right. you know and they're very competitive you know because they you know you look at them and they're, I mean, they're sweating and they're going and everything and the hair gets all messed up and then the sexiness just goes out the window unless you're into that kind of thing I like but, I was like I said, like she ended that kind of, every once in a while, you know. I don't think most of them are into men, though. No, most but, of them aren't. But nah. that's neither here nor there. I hear that that's like their games, like havens for lesbians. I will say, yeah, I do, I do love me some, look at the audience? Uh, some women's World yeah. Cup. I will take women's soccer over men's soccer any day. I'll take, of, I'll of take any week of any year. You know what? I'll take over soccer, grass growing competitions. <laughs> well, than soccer well, in any a, way, shape, or form. There's another conversation to be had there, but I'm just saying between the two because I see so much more acting on the men's side <laughs> and just like faking it. They, they all seem like LeBron And the James. girls seem a lot more tough. And I think part of it, too, is, I mean, you really look at it, there's only so many avenues for women. Like, th- with men, you have the sports go in, like, seven different directions. And you could you see the best athletes playing basketball, football, baseball, what have you. They're not, at least in a, from an American standpoint, so they don't play soccer. We don't play soccer like that. Our best athletes don't play soccer. But on the women's side, there's really no professional leagues out there except for the WNBA. So you might have some NBA players and then... I'll I'll throw the the LPGA in there too. Maybe. I don't... Well, I'm not going to... I'm not going to... I'm not gonna get into that with you, BJ. I, 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 mean, other than fact, I know I know you heart golf, and I, I do heart golf. I the opposite. So let's just agree to disagree, and we'll. I mean, but uh, no, no. There, uh, there's there's some sports out there. I mean, like hardball baseball. There is no hardball baseball for women, which I don't fully understand, but it's whatever. Um, there, and there's no. I think there is. They, they used to call it the lingerie league or something like that. The women's football. Oh, yeah. football that's still around, but yeah. I don't know that that's that's not is that's not very mainstream that's not but, no. but again that is because we sexualize women yeah how did uh, what is it? james brown said the best this is a man's world there was not a there what was not a lingerie a league yeah. there was a there was a regular league but it don't, wasn't getting any popularity so they created a lingerie league because uh. they thought it might sell better all right folks and we, they were right they, they, <laughs> I, buy, I buy everything they're selling but we're gonna take a quick break folks we're gonna come back with some more dot comedy we're going to come back with some more fun. We'll be back in a minute. That Comedy Podcast. Ooh, I had a good one. We are back here at the Dak Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Marcus. We're here again to have a little more fun, a little more thrills. We can talk about a couple of things going on in the world. Uh, hey, uh, Jesse. Now, when's the last time we talked outside of the Dot County podcast? You <laughs> told me you were going to Subway. Now, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't. If it was before all this Jared stuff happened, so I wanted to know: Did you know that Jared was touching babies before you went to Subway? I did not, and I'm gonna take a stance here that might be a little controversial. I do not agree with what Jared did. <laughs> I, I, I had Subway. I had Subway. I am Saturday. not for what he did. I know it may be controversial here, but I'm anti, and I think he deserves all the punishment and more than what he's gonna get. That's right. Jesse I, is anti baby touching in 2015, and I'm I am here to I'm here to second that motion, BJ. A third the motion. All right, Jesse. Joey is the only one who has not has not uh, passed this motion through. Uh, so I'm gonna leave me... the door open on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I need to be the uh, 
the uh, dissenting vote. Just uh, all right. So the bottom line is this: it, keep it just to keep it Catholic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pornography, child pornography, child pornography. Much yeah. apologies right. to all the Catholics out there. Um, you know, I had I had Subway on Saturday, and my stomach hasn't been right since. I, and I'm an adult. Like I know that because Jared did these horrible things doesn't make this delicious sandwich I have painted <laughs> in any way. It didn't taste. Like young meat, but you gotta have the veal. <laughs> but, it, <laughs> but my body rejected it like a couple uh, days later. Oh my goodness! But here, here's the thing: he, Jared can be getting. I think it said up to twelve, up to, years. 12 to thirteen years. Because twelve he made to thirteen years. That's a what a plea deal. Uh, that's bullshit. But here's the thing about that: if he made a plea deal, does that mean he touched somebody's kid? Oh yeah, I, I, from what I heard, he actually paid to have sex with children. Well, see, that's, he paid to have sex with. A child. Either way, okay. Are you Kelly called him and defending? said, "You should just pee on a man. You'll yeah, get off. Pee, pee on him, you <laughs> if you pee on the kids, you're fine." Now, I'm not. I'm not saying he's. I'm not saying he's in the right. But the fact is, he get he. So it's just one child is okay. No, no. We had this conversation on last week's podcast when we talked about the uh, what was it? The black bears and they, no, the uh, no. We talked about Cecil <laughs> the lion. We had the, our conversation about Cecil. What the, the lion. fuck? The Cecil the lion. Have to do with remember, every week we were angry. We were angry we? that. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. That's right. I was angry that we were worried about Cecil the Lion getting shot, but we were worried about all these babies getting fucked over in uh, Singapore and in, in, in Taipei. So this is a problem. Again, that's a worldwide problem. Jared's going. Taipei, as I pronounce, is Thailand, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, the I mean, going for. fucking children is bad, right? We do. We, I, I, I want to make sure we don't lose that here, right? We we don't. We're not. Depends, depends on if you use a comma in there or not. Fucking children is bad. <laughs> fucking children is bad. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, how do you get the children? <laughs> I mean, really, like, if I decided right now, like, I want to go fuck a kid, like, I wouldn't know where to look. Like, where he do you go? Fifteen million dollars, and he pays people. Yeah, he, pay like, he pays people a um a, a commission to find. The but people. where? How do you like? If I went to a new city that I didn't know anybody, it's cool to be at the bar and be like, "Yo, man, you know I can get some weed or whatever." Yeah. You can even be like, "Yo, you know some blow or something like that." Basic drugs. You can ask somebody how to get a free cable hookup. How do you just approach somebody like, "Hey, you know I can fuck some boys in the ass." Like, <laughs> How do you, you start? Know, I don't want to know where to Google a, that shit. That's like, not, you can't Google it because you go to jail. You know, I wouldn't, how do you do that? Here, here's, here's, where, here's where it all starts. Because it, it it's, I don't know, for one. <laughs> You're like, step one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, for one, where to go and find these children that they, that everybody seems to be fucking as late. But here's, here's the thing. I think you find the pimp that's a little bit off. You, <laughs> It Where are the kids' if parents? Have, if you have enough money, you can find whatever you want. In Fifteen million dollars on the other side of the boat trip. That's where the parents are. Yeah, pretty fucking mm-hmm. much. Because at, at the end of the day, he has fifteen million dollars. He takes one million of that. I mean, how many? And the, and the guy, the guy, rendezvous with babies. Yeah, the guy apparently who hooked them, who hooked them up, was a guy who worked for him. So he already had like a job yeah, for in, Jared. He had an yeah, how he already many, had like an in with him. Do you really think these kids speak English? I think they all do. I'm just saying, where do you get kids from? Europe. Get them from Jared. Here's what what I believe, though. Have you ever looked at Jared truthfully when he's holding holding, holding those pants up and those ads? He'd look like he was touching somebody all this time. All that way he lost, he never cooled out. He always had that creepy. Yeah, he he always looked creepy. Before looked, Subway, he was probably in the basement, like doing a podcast. You know, no. you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing video games and watching porn or whatever. It's like he lost weight. And like they threw fame on him. There's no vetting for fame, and you know what I'm saying. They didn't <laughs> he test him. The fame went to his head. He started fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you don't you know, know who, who this seemed, dude is. You know who seemed too excited about the whole story? Who seemed actually happy this whole thing went down? Was his wife. She looked really? way too happy to she find looked, a reason to divorce him. Did no, you notice that? Well, he's he's a douchebag anyway. Yeah. That's what I hear. Like she was like, yes, but I, I get half. I, before we before half yeah. of fifteen is before we go too far. I want to I want to make sure that we don't glance over the fact that you perfectly described who Joey is in your description of what Jarrett was. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. He said, in the, in the basement, playing video games and beating off, I 
I'm not a gamer by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> it's not playing. that you do or you don't game. It's just where you are that gaming could be a regular uh, occurrence. It's it's more of like a, a, a culture of sense. You know, you don't actually have to play the game, but when you're in the basement and that's just, you know, this is your game. Has this become happy. like a roast of Joey? Like, Jesus Christ, guys. I'm perfectly happy with porn. Speaking of... I do, I do, I have noticed a trend recently that uh, there's a lot more incestuous porn being put out these days. That's my shit. I actually like that. Incestuous means you know what it is. Like the theme, like it's yeah. like it's like yeah. mom fucking a daughter or mom and daughter fucking a dude, or it's like oh my, you know my bro- oh, brother sister sex or something else. Yeah, that, that is that is a big that's a big thing going on right now in the world of pornography. But you know what though, it's one of those like themes that come back because for a while, like in like the seventies and early eighties, that was a big thing. Like the taboo series was big. And you then know they- you were born after eighty three, so when you say seventies and early eighties, were you watching vintage porn <laughs> your whole life? I got, I got into vintage porn in college for some reason. Like it just became a thing, <laughs> and like, I started seeing the trend. Him is vintage porn. I for me, it was like just the- porn. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see like the evolution of like how everything went by because like I'd seen Ron Jeremy, and apparently like he was someone important at some point. Of course he was, but he, he Ron oh Jeremy was like the king of porn. How do, hold on, wait, wait, wait. How do we get into porn? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna transition because guess what? It's my show. So I'm gonna transition the fuck out of this because we're going down a dangerous hole. Because Joey pulled out his phone, so I don't know what he's pulling up right now. Oh god, vintage porn or what he's gonna pull out? In the some minute. Christy Canyon. I'm some Janet Jackson. Fires. On man, that's literally. too new school. That's man. You gotta go to Angel Kelly. The Christy Canyon. You know what I'm saying? Is what, Vanessa Del Rio, motherfucker. Vanessa Del Rio. Okay, all right, all right, all right. That's enough of that. Um, I don't want to hear. About I remember any, waiting for her new shit to come out. Bush like, porn. I don't want to hear about any big Bush Monet porn. Divine. Yo, you, and then you notice know Muff through the years is like some Muff is good, a lot of Muff. Like the back in the seventies, it was like the hairier the Bush, the better. BJ, huh? It's <laughs> enough. You're old. We I'm get so, it. I'm You're sorry. Old and you and you like Harry Muff? No, I'm saying now and, it's just like you know right, landing like strips and, and you know <laughs> landing strips is so nineties. You know, and I'm saying then then you that's, get down to just straight just ball. Nothing. So that I mean, that's the problem. If people get used to like everybody shaving, you making your making your private parts look like baby parts, and then people just want like, "Why well, get the fake ones?" Jared was like, "I'm just gonna go get the real thing." Gonna go get a baby. You know, I'm gonna go is. get a baby. Why well, get a girl BJ, who shaved like a baby? I'm just gonna get a baby. Just solved <laughs> pedophilia problem. We want to stop pedophilia. Start grow some more bushes. Grow bushes. <laughs> get muff. More O-M-F-G. muff in 2016. O-M-F-G. <laughs> Oh, but I did want to talk about something. Before we get out of here, we're about to head out of here, folks. We're about to get out on the road. Gotta gonna, go. That comedy is going to go on the road. We're going up to New York, going on around the world. But I did want to talk about something. Hey, Joey, you know what I want to talk about? These nuts. Yeah, got them. <laughs> These nuts are running for president in Iowa. 15-year-old farm boy has, has, has put his name on the ballot. Oh, it's more than in Iowa. And he's he's all yeah, he's the running world. for president in the United States, by the uh, way, well, just so you know. He lives in Iowa. Yeah, he's so from Iowa. I was going with that, but again, these nuts. So now, if these nuts is that going to be the uh, is that already had his, has his full ticket? Is that the president and the vice president both nuts, or <laughs> <laughs> is these no, nuts going to be the president? Just the initial candidate. So he's he's, just, <laughs> he's just in it. All right, so who's nuts for president? Who's going to be? <laughs> he's running. He's, he's running, running for his, his running mate. He's declaring himself as the uh, got him to sixteen candidate this year. <laughs> Oh my god. So, so he got stupid. he got nine percent of the vote against like Trump and Hillary. Yeah. In, in North Carolina. He's making gains in the fucking polls. That shows you that we do not give too many fucks about the uh, We're running out of fucks considering uh, uh Donald Trump is actually a front runner for the GOP. It's what? like clearly this country is we just don't give a fuck about the Oval Office at this point. So why not have these nuts in there? I actually enjoyed <laughs> I was actually enjoying watching the, the train wreck that is Trump's presidency because watching him in interact with his, with the rest of that party has just been hilarious to this point because oh he gives no fucks exactly. about any of them and like the politics needed that i just wish it had come from someone i didn't hate but that's what that's part of it it was someone you liked and, and he was an asshole and, and someone you hated i want to see trump in oval office well, for six months is, to see how reckless he here's is. the problem i have and then these nuts can take over here's what <laughs> i have he because like occasionally he'll have a valid point he'll call someone on their shit which is great but then he'll go and say some fucking retarded shit like what he said about trying to scare the pope because the pope 
came out saying some ant, you know, some things that were quote unquote anti-capitalist. But you know what he said, right? And then he said he thinks he needs to scare the Pope by telling him that ISIS is going to try and invade Italy and that capitalism is going to somehow save him. Do you know who I think writes None his speeches for? None of that night makes sense. Somebody He's in nuts. Mad Magazine. You know who I think writes his speeches? Charlie Sheen. Doesn't it seem like some Charlie Sheen shit? Tiger blood. It does seem like some Charlie Sheen shit. Cocaine is writing his speeches. That's what oh that is. God. That's where that confidence is coming I from. I win because I'm Stunning good resolutions. and I'm a businessman. I'm I'm vote, yo, I, when are we going to get D's Nuts 2016 buttons? Oh, I, I, want, I, I, I want a D's want, Nuts 2016 button. I think the D's Nuts flag to put in front of my fucking house. <laughs> I think, I think uh, this this basement's going to become the uh, Maryland <laughs> headquarters. Nuts headquarters. The D's Nuts campaign. We'll have staffers and everything. Now you can say D's Nuts at work and not get in trouble. Yeah. I've been saying these nuts at work. For I know, but you can say it to your boss like these. What? You didn't see the debate. You're not. You know. You're, you're, you're not talking about. I'm talking you, about current events. These you're not nuts. Down with these nuts. You're not down with these nuts. <laughs> these nuts. 2016. What blows me about this whole poll situation is not only did they ask like, okay, who would you vote for, but they actually had specific questions about the candidates. <laughs> one of which was, do you have a favorable or unfavorable opinion of these nuts? <laughs> <laughs> and the responses were six percent favorable 13 percent unfavorable and 81 percent not sure <laughs> you know what they're not sure of whose nuts are they talking about <laughs> these nuts these nuts are those oh nuts oh my god but, I, but you know what folks we're gonna get out of here for this week because again these nuts are tired <laughs> we're gonna have some fun these gonna, nuts are drunk <laughs> we're gonna come back again next week on the Dot comedy drunk. podcast remember hit us up on the website at www. beat your kids when they fail dot comedy dot us women's sports sucks facebook.com wow. slash dot comedy we don't support jared every wednesday we do night support jack these nuts got them oh all right folks we're here for market for dj marcus for joey lafaro for jesse revis and our guest bj butler in the house we'll be at we'll be out of here we'll be back in here again next week folks good night Stink. Niggas don't think shit stink Pink Gators, my Detroit players Tim's for my hooligans in Brooklyn That's Dead right. right, if they head right Biggie there, and I Papa been school since days of under rules Never lose, never choose to Bruce Cruz who, do something to us Talk, go through us Do it.